Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Hunt, and I am so excited that you're tuning into this episode. In segment one, What's Happening Now, I have a quick rundown of three news stories from politics to international business. In segment two, self-care. It's July, and I'm ready to do a mid-year check-in on those goals. Are you? In segment three, Black Excellence, I'm putting the spotlight on Pat McGrath, amazing makeup artist and beauty business maven. Finally, in segment four, The Biz Corner, it's part two on the four personalities of entrepreneurs. What are your gaps and how do you fill it? No friend host this week, so grab your tea and let's talk. Segment one, what's happening now? Did you notice? The music's changed. I want to go with something with a little more of an urban feel to fit my own mood and flow and vibe. I think the show outgrew the previous music and I wanted to do something different. I alluded to that on the last episode that there would be some branding changes for the show. And this is just the latest one. I hope you guys like the vibe. Also, did you check out the very first In The Moment special? It was on peak performance time for productivity. It is a great, quick five-minute episode on recognizing your best time of the day to work and maximizing it. Even has a worksheet included, so make sure you check it out and do the homework to better understand yourself. The more self-aware you are, the better you live. This, right now, this one you're listening to, is the 40th episode of Beautifully Complicated Podcast. Cue the confetti and streamers, people. We're 10 shows away from a milestone, and I am so excited about that. Consistency would have had us here a little bit sooner, 
but that's okay. We forge ahead and we make it better. I'm excited about what's ahead of the podcast and hope you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts are giving the show a five-star rating and leave a good comment so others can more easily find the show. I want us to have a good-sized community so we can build, engage, and connect from there. All right, so what's happening in the news? Well, I'm kind of still on my hiatus. It's just so toxic sometimes and can be a mental drain on me. So I'm not deep into knowing everything that's going on in the news. I have really, truly been avoiding it like the plague. I keep up on a, on a, quite a few things because of Twitter and I spend quite a bit of time on Twitter, but diving deep into the stories and watching 24 hour news, I literally have just cut that off because it was really, really, really draining me and taking me into such a dark place that I didn't really care to be in. So I'm not really that much up on news right now, like I would be when I'm doing this What's Happening Now segment, but I do know a little bit about some things that's going on. So I'm going to hit them fairly quickly because I have some really good stuff in this show that I want you guys to kind of grab hold to and digest. R. Kelly and Jeffrey Epstein are both facing charges for their alleged cases of pedophilia. I'll leave it at that. They don't deserve much more of my breath than that right there. The migrant uh, people who have been seeking refuge in our country from the southern border are truly, truly, truly living in inhumane conditions. And House Democrats, as well as an Inspector General report, has outlined just how horrid it really is. I am incredibly disgusted by this whole thing. It's just like, how and why? We should be better than this as a country. I said should, because I know we're not. Given our present and our history, on race relations in America. But we should strive to be better. We should not regress further into the worst aspects of our past. People are hungry, dirty, sick, and dying at our southern border at the hands of a hateful administration. And we're not doing enough as the American citizenry to rise up and shut it down. We have to do better since Congress acts as if their hands are tied. Not to mention, they did just give a large check to the CBP to continue what they're doing, basically. So, yeah, we need to help out more and just push, push, push there. Uh, As I'm recording this episode on July 13th, Saturday, um, there are there were protests on the 12th of July yesterday, last night, um, in reaction to the news that there would be ice raids on Sunday tomorrow and uh so there have been lots of protests against that protesting at local ice facilities across the country and i believe there are protests um planned for today so we really have to just continue being the sounding board of reason for our country and proclaiming that we are and we should be moving towards being better than this and treating people in this way so in international business news the continent of africa has entered into a trade pact to allow trading without tariffs within the continent in hopes of improving their own economic strength. So shout out to my uh, African podcast listeners. Uh, There is some news that's happening within your region. Some fear that this could, however, hurt some of the poor countries like Nigeria when it comes to selling products they manufactured 
to their own citizens due to the fact that the larger countries like Egypt or South America could have lower prices to undercut their own domestically manufactured prices. So there is a little bit of heartburn around it, but I guess we'll see what happens. I like the idea of Africa working together to try to help improve their continent. I hope they take into account the possibility of further harming their poorer nations and they have a plan to mitigate that. But an economically strong Africa is what we definitely need. So that's a quick rundown of what's happening now. Segment two, self-care. We are in July. The year is half over and so many of us have set goals that we wanted to achieve before December 31st, 2019. So in this episode self-care segment, I want to talk about doing a review of the first half of the year and recommitting to the second half, hence the title of the show. Whether you're an entrepreneur or not, many of us started the year off with goals in mind. We wrote them down, we created vision boards, put them on sticky notes, whatever. We set our intentions for the new year. Lose 20 pounds, live a healthier life, grow our business by 25%, drink more water, spend at least one day a month with friends or family. Whatever it may have been, we set some goals. I did my own quick business check-in a few days ago and focusing on my marketing aspects of what I've done for my business well, my business is. <laughs> I found that I did 10 episodes of this podcast since January 1st, seven being full episodes. I did over 20 Instagram posts for my businesses. Definitely could kick that up a bit. And I've developed three free uh, workbooks as marketing tools. Those I need to push more. So that little business check-in on my own marketing tells me I have more work to do, especially since I'm not where I want to be yet. And that's me being very transparent, full disclosure. Looking at my personal life, I have work to do there too, especially when it comes to exercising consistently. I've done a lot of other things I wanted to do this year when it came to my personal life and my financials and, you know, uh, really eating better. I've always been eating pretty well, I guess, for the last few years since I've been a plant-based vegan. But, you know, just trying to do more things that I believe in a more of a holistic approach to taking care of oneself and especially setting intentions for the new year or however you choose to set new intentions. I do it for the new year. I really try to do it in a more holistic approach and um, not just look at one part of my life, but look at my entire life because we are complicated, beautifully complicated, right? So I did some check-ins in some different areas and I know I have, I've done well in some things and I have places where I can definitely still, um, do some more work to meet my targets for the year. So I'll leave it at that. So let's do a check-in, shall we? So I want you to dig up those goals and attentions and that you have set for yourself for 2019. I want you to ask yourself three questions. Number one, how close am I to achieving my goals? Looking at them one by one, determine your progress. Did you lose 10 pounds so far? Have you saw 20% growth year over year? This is an important place to start because you'll get an idea of what more you need to do to meet your goals or if you need to do a course correction. Number two, are my goals too big or too small? Sometimes we find ourselves creating pie in the sky goals or goals that are so easy to tackle we could do it in a month so we don't have to exert much effort. If you find that you've already tackled the goal, was it big enough to begin with? Or can you now institute a stretch goal on top of it to challenge yourself? If it was too big of a goal, that would be nearly impossible to meet. I want to make a million dollars this year and you haven't even made $50,000 this year, right? 
How can you break it into down to bite sizes? 100% growth may not be attainable. A million dollar revenue may not be attainable because you have not created something that could get you there. But if you decided to change how you market, change your product, do some work, scale appropriately, it may be time for a course correction and goal alteration to get you on track to meeting that goal. It may not be within this year, but meeting it sooner rather than later. And number three, what do I need to do to meet or exceed my goals in the next six months? That's all we've got left. Ready, set, reset. All right, this is the planning moment. This is when you look at your previous six months, see where you are and what you've done, and then course correct with a stronger strategy and plan to go to the next level and hit those goals. Perhaps you need to incorporate weightlifting in your plan to lose weight. Maybe you need to do more promotions on Instagram or Facebook to get more visibility to your businesses, podcasts, whatever you have. It's something that I'm working on doing for the second half of the year. I looked at my goals and looked at my strategy and I had to do a shift myself. I locked into some promotions and pushing content and material I already have available. We all have to kick it into high gear to move to the next level and meet our goals. I want you to think about something when you do this. Think about the time you actually have energy to do these things. Recognize the energetic time you have to do the work and fit it in. Not just the time you have because time without energy is useless. So many of us know what it's like to be burnt out or exhausted and trying to push to meet a goal. The output is less than what we want. So build up your energy reserve and use your time efficiently and effectively to meet those goals. Check out my in the moment um, bonus special to talk to hear more about that. And I want you to meet your goals this year. In fact, I want you to knock it out of the park. We all have to do it. I did a review of my first six months. I have to say I was slacking. So I too have to course correct and get back on the grind to meet my 2019 goals in business and in physical health. Because child, I've really been slacking and exercising. But we got this. Self-care is doing what we want, how we want, and when we want, living on our terms. So that includes meeting our goals that we set for ourselves. So kick it in gear and let's make the second half of 2019 better than the first half. Segment three, Black Excellence. So you guys know I am a beauty junkie. I love, love, love all things beauty, makeup, skincare, and hair care. I've been slowly developing my own beauty brand, which I hope to launch with a couple of products soon. When it comes to makeup, I'll always, I'm always on the lookout for brands and products that are pigmented, have a good formulation, and obviously just look great on my skin. So in this episode, I want to spotlight a woman whose makeup I once coveted and now own and love, Pat McGrath. Pat McGrath is the ultimate makeup artist. When I say ultimate, I mean ultimate. She has been dubbed the most influential makeup artist in the world by Vogue's Anna Wintour. Queen Elizabeth gave her the honor of being a member of the Order of the British Empire for services in fashion and beauty. She is stamped approved by so many supermodels, entertainers, and photographers the world over. She's the ultimate makeup artist, period. Pat McGrath has been on the makeup scene since the 90s when she was the artist for supermodel Amber Valletta. 
From there, she was introduced to top photographers, which landed her the opportunity to shoot numerous covers for Vogue Italia. Since then, she has been the consummate makeup artist of the fashion industry, doing work for everyone from Louis Vuitton and Mesa Margiela to Valentino and Alexander McQueen. Pat McGrath is the woman behind some of our favorite beauty trends from the dewy look of the 90s to the nude look of the 2000s. She worked with Giorgio Armani in the late 90s to create a beauty line of cosmetics after wowing their team with her expertise in colors and textures. She went on to help Gucci launch a line, and just a couple of years ago, she went for it and launched her own brand, Pat McGrath Labs. Since then, we have seen her highly pigmented, sometimes glittery lipsticks and shadows on red carpets and magazine covers. Now in the hands of millions of consumers, Pat McGrath Labs is just getting started and is battling it out with luxury beauty lines with one product at a time. With the recent launch of her 36 shade foundation line, dare I say, Pat McGrath Labs just may be a force to reckon with. In 2018, the brand was officially valued at a billion dollars. Now that's what I called self-made. I love her makeup and her story. Pat McGrath is a true testament to what it means to find your space and own it. She didn't just rest in being a makeup artist. She chose to be something bigger because she knew she could be, and she did it while understanding her own value. She didn't underprice her product. She made it just as expensive as other luxury lines, letting it be known that she recognized the value of the product and her name that was being brought to the masses. Now that is a lesson in business. As black business owners, we often undervalue ourselves, our products, and our services. We think no one would buy because of who we are or that we have... Um, on no real mainstream name recognition. Recognizing the value in your product and pricing accordingly from the beginning is key. That's what she did and it's a move more black women in business need to take. If you're a lover of makeup, I recommend trying out Pat McGrath Labs. It's sold at Sephora or on their website at patmcgrathlabs.com. And no, this is not a paid endorsement or an advertisement. I just like it and she has a great brand story. So the beautiful glittered spotlight is on this diva in makeup, Pat McGrath. Segment four, The Biz Corner. So in the last episode, episode 39, Knowing Your Type is Complicated, I talked about four types of entrepreneurs. If you haven't listened to it already, I recommend you pause this episode right here and go on and check it out. Otherwise, I promise in that episode that I do a part two to that segment and go a little deeper in identifying the gaps in each personality type and giving tips on how to fill them by hiring the right people or doing some soft skills improvement. So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. So I hope you're ready. Let's get right to it, shall we? Our first personality type was the visionary. The gap that the visionary have is that person usually lacks execution skills. So how do we fill it? Hire help. Hire an assistant. Hire an operations manager. Hire someone who can take your vision and strategy to the next level. The person who can execute. You do well at putting the vision out there and even crafting a high-level strategy, but carrying it out is not your forte. So it's time to hire to get it done. 
If you don't have the resources right now to hire or team up with someone who can execute, then it's a t- it's time to do some skills sharpening and gut checks. So first, the gut check. You may need to scale it back big time with the visions we're laying out. You can't do 10 different projects at once. Pick one or two and focus. Focus, people. I'm saying this to myself too, by the way. <laughs> you have to think about the one project that'll get you the biggest bang for your buck that you're truly interested in doing and do just that thing. The hardest part for visionaries is putting some of those visions on the shelf so you can actually see something to fruition. The skills we need to hone are time management, planning, and focus. We have to plan our time well and focus on doing the work to make the visions reality. That means setting the vision, then based on that strategy, we know we need to make it happen. Planning and using our time effectively to make it happen. Focus is key. When we focus in on those singular tasks, we can start to make some traction and see the results we want. Personality type two, the doer. The gap for the doer. Do you guys have gaps? I mean, seriously, you get things done. Well, I guess you have one and that's pushing things out that can be fine-tuned a bit more or not iterating after launch. You guys will move on to the next thing because this one is working for you as is, but there usually exists an opportunity to improve somewhere, somehow. You need to do some gut checks to see if that's the case for what you've launched. That's your gap. So how do you fill it? You may hire someone to help you fine tune what you've created and put out. Maybe a web designer or make your to make your website pop even more. Perhaps a content manager who can give you uh, your social media presence a little bit more personality. You just need someone to take you to the next level and improve upon what you've already done. This is easy and personally a gap I wish I had. This means you've already put something out and is selling in the marketplace. However, you may not go back and say, let's improve upon it. That's where you may miss out on money or brand presence. If you can't hire to make your work better, then I recommend improving the soft skill of revisiting prior work to check and adjust. Don't leave it where it is and move on to the next task. If it's working for you and generating income, maybe going ahead and making some small improvements can bring it that much more value. Why not double down where you are and see where it goes or how it goes? Iteration is your downfall, or I should I say lack of iteration, but you can change this easily. Revisit and rework. Carve out time to do this. Do an analysis of performance and review your work after launch. Fine tune what you can and make it available again. Taking care in your work is pertinent to adding value to your brand. So iterate when necessary and don't leave it as is. Personality type number three, the creative. The gap continuously producing without a marketplace strategy. This one is pretty straightforward, cut and dry. How do you feel it? I get it. You're creative. Creating is your thing. I don't want you to stop creating. I want you to build a single solid plan to put it in the marketplace. Maybe you need to hire a brand consultant or copywriter or marketing agency or even just a personal assistant who can work on just putting your work in front of people. If you can't afford to do that, because let's face it, you're not consistently marketing, then you have to make some self-improvements. And you have to get focused to build one plan. One. 
a single plan that works across your system. How are you going to market and where are you going to market? Also, how will you how will people buy from you? You have to sit down and build that out. Build out what your brand is and how it looks. Then where you want to market your product. What you need to do to market your product. Maybe it's like put out three Instagram posts a week with pictures of my work, a link to my Etsy shop, whatever it is. It does it doesn't have to be rocket science, but you do need to create a plan that is easy for you to do and still gets you the sales you want. Don't make it complicated because this isn't your wheelhouse, but at least create something you can do easily and do it consistently to generate sales. And our final personality type, personality type number four, the driver. The gap, let's face it, you guys get things done. You set a goal, you meet it. You're a lot like the door, except you keep going forward. Your gap, however, is your lack in creativity. You can build better things and that hit multiple metrics if you weren't so singularly focused. So let's look, get a little bit more creative. How do you feel it? Creativity is not just artistic. It's creative in how we process things or do things. This is something that most drivers lack. They set a goal and create a singular plan to get there and dive into it to do it. But what if you can meet it faster if you were creative in the process or the output? Hiring, eh, maybe. You could hire someone who is a strategist to help you develop more creative plans or a creative strategist really to help you develop more creative plans to meet your metrics and produce great work that sells even more. But the main skill set you need to work on is just stepping back and looking at the spaghetti noodles to identify other ways to get where you want to get to and also determining if you can create a better product, even if it takes just a tad bit longer. This one is more of gut checks. Perhaps just focusing on getting 20 sales this quarter isn't enough. Maybe using this singular webinar to do it isn't enough. What other ways can you hit that metric? Is it the right metric? Am I looking at it the right way? These are questions the driver has to ask herself. We want a single result, but is it the right result or the right method? Ask some questions, rethink your path forward, allow yourself to have more ways to get to that result and make sure what you have is something people want. If you can create something better, you can easily hit that metric. So those are our four entrepreneurial personality types from my perspective. The visionary, the doer, the creative and the driver gave you some of the gaps of those personalities and ways to close the gap. I hope it was beneficial to you. I have available a tool with this breakdown in case you missed something and then it'll be linked right in the show notes. So go and download it. See where you need to make some adjustments to meet your goal. Sometimes we need to do some self-analysis and corrections to do uh, to get better results. So let's all do the work to grow and meet our goals. Well, that is the show. Thanks for tuning into Meeting Goals is Complicated. In segment one, what's happening now, I did a quick news rundown of what's happening in immigration and international business. In segment two, self-care, we talked about meeting goals and doing a mid-year check-in to make sure you're on track to meet those goals or get you back on track. In segment three, Black Excellence, I spotlighted the amazing beauty boss, Pat McGrath. And in segment four, The Biz Corner, we did part two of personalities of entrepreneurs and provided you with ways to fill your gaps to meet your goals. 
If you haven't already, make sure you like the Beautifully Complicated podcast page on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. Follow me, Sheena Hunt, your host on Instagram and Twitter at SheenaD1. Or you can check out my website, www.SheenaHunt.com. Like the show? Please rate it, subscribe to it, and share with your family and friends. Make sure you continue the conversation from the show on our page or with those around you. I look forward to hearing from you if you ever want to connect with me. Stay connected, stay fabulous, and always remember, the best life is beautifully complicated. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.